Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Doing Business with a Servant's Heart. As I always say, I've got a servant as a guest today, but I've got a lifestyle servant. We all have a lifestyle. We all need to be served, and she's going to share her stories and how she does that. Sabrina, welcome to the show. Happy, happy day, everyone. Thank you so much, Steve, for having me here today. I'm excited to share with the audience. My pleasure. I'm excited to have you on. Let's let's start at the beginning. We've talked before about your mom and how she's been an influence in your life. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, my mother, many of you know, my mother has, has already transitioned to be with the Lord, and she was a powerhouse woman. She had the ability to blow stereotypes out of the water, and she hated that word, literally. She was an amazing entrepreneur. She encouraged us through our life, and we would always tease her. We, I mean, all of her children, the ones she birthed, and the ones who call her mother to this day, we would always tease her and say that her wisdom would follow her, even though she's physically not on this earth. That's a powerful statement. Explain that a little bit more. So in the book, that's right behind me. I had an opportunity to co-author a book with Matt Morris. And in that book, I talked about how my mother helped me through one of the most challenging moments in my life as an individual. And I know you and I talked about that a little bit before, Steve, and many of you may be sitting there right now saying, dang, you know, my dad is gone now. Dang, my mother is gone now. What do I do? And I remember having girls time and my mother and I were hanging out, having fun together. And I would stop because she was so wise. And I said, mother, how did you deal with the fact that you lost your mother at such an early age? How did you do with, deal with that? And she stopped and she looked at me and she called us all baby. And she said, baby, it's the memories that we have. As long as you have those memories, She'll always, or he, your dad or your mother will always be there with you. And I remember her saying that, and I was so thankful because and I know everyone, this may sound a little crazy, but my mother and I were very close. So I said, you know what? I'm going to enjoy my mother while I have her and create as many memories as I can so that when she transitions to be with the Lord, I can still push through the pain. And I'm not here to tell each of you, yes, it's not going to be easy all the time. Sometimes you're going to have some very sad times. But then you may be in that sad or crying state or, or state of, of, oh, I missed my, you know, you're getting ready to pick up the phone because something amazing happened in your business. And you're getting ready to pick up the phone and call your mother or, or your father. And you realize they're not there. So that can be hard as well. So what I have done is I will take a step back and say, okay, what would my mother say in this moment? She would celebrate with me. She would remind me to do something that I enjoy doing, which is traveling. And she said, okay, baby, I can see you. I haven't taken a trip in a while. Why don't you go and do something fun? So I tell each of you that because I'm sure there is something that if you think about it, that your parents would want you to do. Now, I'm talking about those of us who are very close to our parents, where our parent was our BFF, we did things together, 
you know, when something great happens, you share with them, even when something bad happens, so that they would encourage us and we would encourage them as well. Mm-hmm. Talking about that type of relationship, which can be a little bit more challenging to get through than others. And I'm going to tell each of you, it takes as long as it takes. Those of you who have may have friends that are close by you and may say things like, oh, they wouldn't want you to be upset or you should be over that by now. I don't understand why you still have, they have not experienced that type of relationship before, which is, which is very powerful. Yeah. And to get through it, you have to rely on those memories. And I think that was the best, one some of the best advice my mother Gave. powerful legacy I, I like that memories are important uh, i'm the same mm-hmm. thoughts of my dad and the memories are a fan and they never leave you so mm-hmm. take it what your mom said and has taught you over these wonderful years let's lead into your travel i know you have an opportunity to travel and help people travel and save money let's talk about that well my mother got she's an amazing entrepreneur and she saw a business opportunity that was afforded me I, I, like so many of you, are, were in the E-quadrant or an employee, and there came a point in time in my life where I was solving executive problems as an enterprise architect, and I wasn't focused on Sabrina, so much so that my doctor was begging me to quit my job. So one day, on the road to uh, this Fortune 500 company in Seattle, I was crying out to God, saying, God, there's got to be something better. And then about three days or so, he provided me an opportunity to show people how to travel the world at wholesale pricing and get paid to do so. And I was like, this is really happening. <laughs> you know, How can you get an opportunity to do something that you really, really enjoy and make money doing it? That's the kind of God I heard. So my mother, before she transitioned, I remember her getting on me from the standpoint of I I'm so loyal to a fault and a lot of us are. I still had my essence in corporate America. I had this opportunity that I asked God for. And then I still had my doctor begging me to quit my job because my health was starting to be at risk. I was not taking yes. it down. I had I okay, audience, I'm gonna be audience. I'm gonna be clear and transparent. I didn't even have a hobby. That is not healthy. So I have hobbies now, you know, I've totally rewrote my life. And I say that to say, when you have a desire in your heart to do something great and God presents that opportunity for you, seize the moment, take it, go all in, be a doer. Don't try to do anything (laughs) because trying doesn't get anything done. As my mother would say, you you either crap or get off the pot. Either you're going to do it or you're not, but you're going to make a decision one way or the other by your action. So when my mother transitioned, I said, you know what? I'm all in. I'm doing this. And what we do now is we help you unpack your bucket list, show you how easy it is to book it and go at some amazing prices. And that's, I mean, the, the fun part about this level of, I don't even call it work because it's fun. <laughs> I had one lady who was a single mother. She is a single mother. Her daughter's also Japanese. And so she wanted to take her daughter to Japan and have give her the true experience of her 
heritage, her culture. And she was like, Sabrina, I don't know if I even want to look at this because the prices, they're just so far-fetched. When I was showing her how easy <laughs> it is to go, she had a tear forming in her eye and I teased her. I said, oh, are you crying? She's a very strong woman. And she said, don't tell anybody. And of course, I tell everybody. And I told her I was going to tell everybody. But that's the fun mm -hmm. part whereby you have this dream that you think is impossible. Yes. And we're showing how it can now be a reality in ways that yeah, you just didn't believe was possible. Well, it's cool because you're you're following your mom's legacy of memories. Now you're doing it with travel. Yes. And travel's opened up now that COVID's kind of gone past its way, right? Yeah. It's, in fact, well, I can go down a whole different rabbit hole here because 2020 is the year that I had personally scheduled to kick off my nomad lifestyle. And I had this trip planned to go around the whole circumference of Iceland and photograph it. I'm also a photographer. And I've had many photographers say, Sabrina, why aren't you doing this on a regular basis? <laughs> so I was going to kick off that trip uh, with a photographer's dream experience and then 2020 hit. So needless to say, God gave me a thumbs up to travel in September for my birthday in 2020. And I still kicked off that. No mind nice. That yeah, That's fantastic. Now let's talk about your bucket list. You meet with people uh, on a Zoom, and, and and this is interesting to me, and it'll be interesting to the audience. Let's talk more about what you do. So what I do is have a course called, um, well, it's not really a course; it's a session whereby we unpack your bucket list. So through the videos that many of you have seen, or if you'd like to see, send me an email uh, at the end, or reach out to me on LinkedIn. There is a training on how to journal your favorite destination. So all of those who attend the Unpack Your Bucket List, they know to show up with their journal, and we start picking places that they think that that completely impossible. Tell us the wildest thing. Now, the wildest place to go for one person may not be the same for the other. So we always tell everybody there's no judgment here. Because some of us can jump out of the plane and be good, where yeah. other of us are doing good to get on the plane. <laughs> so, there's, so there's no just so there's no such thing as that's not far fetched or that's nothing, you know. No, it is whatever you truly believe is your most extreme experience. So we'll start there, or we'll start in your local experience, mm. the place in your country. And that doesn't matter what country, whether it's Europe or Rome, no matter on the globe, in your country that you want to go that you haven't gone. Because a lot of us neglect our own backyard. Yes. There's so many people that will travel to where we're living to experience the adventure, and we don't do it. And that's yes. where we take our time on the weekend. Get in the car. And I think if you're not comfortable, maybe your spouse likes to drive. And you're not the best driver, so allow your spouse to drive mm -hmm. to the destination. So we 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 do a lot of creative uh, unpacking, if you will, so that you can see how really even concerts. There's some concerts you can do, or Kentucky Derby, or anything and everything is game. So it's fun. 
sounds like a blast. And I think people would love to run that with you and learn some things about themselves that they probably didn't know when they talked to you. So is travel serving, are you serving people when you're helping them with travel and how? Oh, that's an excellent question. Now, this is taking me down a whole nother pathway in so many ways. I truly believe, and my mother taught us at a very, very young age, our fondest memories were our vacation. Mm. Even though she's a single mother, she said, we are going on a vacation at least once, if not twice every year. And we are going to do fun things weekly. So, I mean, amazing. Most parents, she's way ahead of her time, I always would say. And so travel affords many things. So, for example, my mother knew I was very adventurous, so much so that she literally gave me up to God. She said, God, when that child goes, and this is her quote, when that child goes on a vacation, I need you to protect her from me yeah. because she could do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an extremist. Right. I don't look like I am, but I do some very extreme things and how. So vacation affords us the opportunity to experience culture. Now, there's a way to experience a culture, and this is what my mother taught me. She said, baby, if you're going to go to another country, learn the language, something, <laughs> even if it's high by, where's the doctor, where's the bathroom, help, you <laughs> Learn something, immerse yourself in the culture. She also taught us to try different foods. We may not like it. We may not finish it, but experience it. Don't just say, I don't know. There's certain things that I don't, don't eat, for example, clams, because I used to play with them as a kid. Or yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're a toy. They're not something yeah. that's just in my head. You know. Yeah. So I've experienced it, but from a different perspective. So, so what she was saying is, when you go to a culture, you want to immerse yourself in that culture, culture, respect the culture. For example, uh, what is extreme that I've seen? It, it, okay, let's put it this way. When I go to Europe and people find out that I'm American, they're shocked. <laughs> because I adopt into the culture. I learn some of the language, even though if I don't know it well. And we laugh about it, which is great. All they want to see you do is that you're working on learning their language. Yeah. You don't come and say, well, my language is dominant. You need to speak my language and I'm in your country. No, it doesn't work that way. Uh, going to the markets there, totally different experience. If you just want to eat everything you see, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, this food looks amazing. Yeah. So why... And, once we experience different cultures, we have a different mindset towards people as a whole. When you, I remember the first time I left the United States of America, and I don't remember which country I went. Oh, I went here on a cruise. I adopted yep. grandmother. She, she traveled all the time, and because I, I was one of those students that got really good grades, my mother gave me a cruise as part of my graduation gift. And my, I went with my adopted grandmother because my mother was like, chip, a lot of water. Mm, I think I'll let her take you. So when we went on this cruise, I had the chance to see what poverty really looks like, what the have and the have nots really look like. So it gave me a different perspective yeah. on how truly blessed I 
I was and where I was born in this country, America. I know America's going through a lot right now. However, when you go outside the country, there's a lot, depending on where you're going, there's a lot of, uh, you just thankful for so much, so much. And God gave me this gift that I can meet people from all walks of life and, and different places on the earth. And it's kind of like, it's fun meeting artists from yes. another country who are selling pieces on the side of the street that look better than most pieces you've seen in high-end galleries. I mean, I mean, I could go downstairs and grab a couple of pieces now I'm thinking about. It, there's, it's just so much that you can expose yourself to. So if you're an artist and you like to draw, why not go to Paris and pick a street corner and start drawing there? Put your 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 body or or your art in a different environment and see what flourishes. I love that. So much you can do with travel. Yeah. So much. Yeah, that's very true. And and I love the serving part because happiness is serving if you can say and you do wholesale. So Let's get into the book. Um, tell us more about the book and, and who you co-authored with and what your mission is with the book. So the book is called Limitless Success and Apologies Audience. The top is cut off in the title with Matt Morris. And I remember Matt Morris. He's a multi-million dollar producer for direct marketer. And he was on stage presenting and he had just ran out I hate the word just too. He had uh, made an announcement <laughs> that all of his authors in his last book were filled. And I had said to God, some of the most powerful prayers were the, the quiet ones. And I said, God, I would like to be a co-author in this book. And I just tossed it and forgot about it. And in I was doing something on social media and he had an opportunity. And I said, why not be a doer? I can apply. And all he, if he says no, he says no. But I had the opportunity. I had forgotten that I had asked God for the opportunity. Totally forgot about it. And I was hosting before the Cervasa Center uh, 2020 hit. I was hosting a lunch, a networking lunch, whereby we would help each other's businesses and talk through different ideas. And the phone rang. And I remember seeing this strange number like, hmm. Everybody always calls me when I'm doing something. That's how it works. So I picked up the voicemail, and it was Matt Morris who said he liked the idea of doing a tribute to my mother's memory, and the next date was getting to the publisher. So I had a conversation with the publisher, and his concern was, Sabrina, you have a lot of material because of the type of mother you have. You have a totally different, you have enough information to fill a whole book about challenges and how to overcome those. But we need the most powerful stories in your life. And in Limitless Success with Matt Morris, Creating a Life with No Limits, each of the authors in the book will share with you one of their, what they believe to be the most pivotal, pivotal, is that the way you spell that word? It sound like. <laughs> <laughs> One of the most toughest challenges they had in their life mm -hmm. and how they overcome it. There's one gentleman who was ran over by a car and had to walk again. Uh, and there's uh, there was a uh, 
there's so many different avenues. You have to learn how to do everything over again. And that person is now a millionaire in his business or six, six or probably at the time he was a six figure income earner. He may be a seven income earner now. Yeah. And you look at taking these challenges and how each, each person dealt with, dealt with it. And you can always springboard from it in your own life and say, Ooh, you know what? Hmm. Maybe things aren't as challenging. The first thing I see is many things aren't as bad as I think they are. And then given that, that's the first step to overcoming whatever you're going through in that moment. And then the next thing is, what strategy are you going to apply? What is going to be your your uh, yeah strategy? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? But that's what my mother would always say. Okay, what are you going to do next? And in the story that we talk about in in the book, my mother always taught us to keep going no matter what. Yeah. And the setback that I had was like, well, a lot of people still cannot get past it, but you have to move forward. And that's what I did because that's that's what she taught me. You know, no matter what, keep going. Don't give up. If you never give up, you don't lose. Uh, I was listening to a TikTok with a guy that does, uh, can't think of it right now. And he said, when you give up, you lose. Yeah. You made a decision to lose. So I don't care how bad it gets. And I know you could say, Sabrina, I'm down to my last dime. I only have 20 cents. Oh, you have 20 cents. What can you do next? Yeah. And that's where many times we have to have a divine solution, a divine yes. intervention. I like that. And give a shout out how people can get a hold of you, Sabrina. They can reach me at uh, Sabrina at the lifestylepromoter.com. You can find me on TikTok as the lifestyle promoter. You can find me on LinkedIn as the lifestyle promoter. Uh, Instagram, SD as in Delta Travel One. I need to change that to the lifestyle promoter. <laughs> And you can reach us at support at the lifestyle promoter as well. We can, yeah, we'll put all those links in the chat. Um, You know, we're running out of time here and it's, you got so much knowledge and advice. I want to thank you for being on the show. You have so much energy. I love it. It just goes through the screen and and audience reach out there, grab some of the same, get your bucket list. Take a gift. She doesn't charge for that. If you're still wondering about your bucket list or want to add to it, Reach out to Sabrina, and she can help you. Um, let's you, – you've given so many nuggets. I, I, there are probably another one out there, but can you leave me one more piece of advice for the audience that's helped you in your journey of life that can help them? Take action. Be a doer. Don't try. Trying gets nothing done. As Matt Morris would say, put your hand on your heart and say, I'm a doer. If it looks bad, say, I'm a doer. We're going to do something. Even if it's the wrong thing, we can learn from it, pivot, and do something different. But be an action taker, number one. 